With the recent acquittal of our last president, Donald Trump, number 45, we start to landscape the culture going forward. We're going to look at where things are going politically, where things are going culturally, the responses and the reactions to President Trump's second impeachment acquittal. And then we're going to discuss an OnlyFans documentary that's on Hulu. It's called OnlyFans Selling Sexy and how we looked and saw the documentary. And then we're going to get in depth about the subject of OnlyFans. We've touched the subject before, but we're going to get more well-rounded in today's episode. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for a newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. The acquittal of Donald Trump. He didn't got away with it again. <laughs> a 2-0. Donald Trump's the OJ of politics. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, crazy, crazy, crazy that it was even a thing. Crazy that money was spent on another Senate trial. Crazy that they pursued another impeachment. Crazy that they pursued another impeachment when he was out of office. Crazy what the impeachment was about. The left has lost their mind. Yeah. I think the left is becoming, if not already, the biggest threat to this country. I mean, they're just awful. Um, <laughs> and an understatement. It's just, it's just crazy um, that. I mean, which of the two impeachments? Which one had? less evidence against the claim because they both were like awful and like unsubstantiated and had no evidence but which one do you think was more of a sham Uh, that's tough i'd probably say this one i think so yeah this one is ridiculous because at least with the first one a phone call did take place not in the manner in which they said it took place and not the things that happened on that phone call didn't go down the way they said they went down, but at least there was a phone call as opposed to him inciting an insurrection, which there was no proof or evidence of. Do you guys understand, like, when you talk and you're like, well, yeah, we're going to fight, we're going to do this, we're going to tough it out, we're we're not going to give up, we're not going to let up. Like, that's the type of shit that they thought was a call to insurrection. That's wild. I know. That is wild. Like literally any politician could be could be uh 
could call for insurrection apparently because every politician I've heard is that we're going to fight we're going to fight Kamala Harris she said oh uh, when they asked her about Black Lives Matter she's like oh we're, they're not going to let up they're not going to let up they're going to keep fighting insurrection it's insurrection the whole summer was insurrection like so uh, how ridiculous does that sound but now you opened up Pandora's box if the right word to play that same game they could play that game. That's a wild ass game. Yeah, and it's like, well, do you really want to go that route, or 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 are you? Well, I'm. I'm you do want to go that route. <laughs> That's the thing, and it's it's ridiculous and it's pretty sad because, I mean, from that to the reaction to the censoring of big tech is just sad. Because on some real shit, again, I always do this disclaimer. Well, at least as of late, but in a world where elections matter um in 2022 if the republicans were to get the senate and get the house they could boot by playing that game they could boot biden and kamala harris yeah yeah and that's that's the game that they started and that's i mean let's let's for a second look at what happened right i'm not justifying any of this i'm just Observing, I'm an I'm, I'm I'm an observer of what happened during the summer and then what happened on Capitol Hill, right? Two people, let's say, the summer and the Capitol Hill, the summer riots and the Capitol Hill um, uh, takeover or whatever the insurrection, quote unquote. Um, if you put them and and, and you make them into sentient beings, right? So you have one, one of the the persons that we're we're gonna call. This person, Summer Riot, right? Mm-hmm. Summer Riot decides to keep yelling, screaming, and then punching Capitol Hill. <laughs> Capitol Hill takes it for a whole summer and then says, fuck it, and punches fucking Summer Riot in the face. Anyone here that's listening, do you think that that, that makes sense? Because, I mean, if I were to see that, I was like, oh, well, Summer Riot started the fight with Capitol Hill. Capitol Hill knocked him the fuck out. Yeah. That's that's a reasonable reaction. You, you you create this culture of violence and harassment. What do you expect from the other side? Mm-hmm. What do you expect from the other side? I'm not, again, I'm not here justifying the Capitol Hill situation. I'm not here justifying the summer uh, riots. What I am saying is there for every action, there's a reaction. And so, th- to me... This is what causes that when you start nitpicking because it starts with politics. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, where where did the riot start? Oh, black men are being hunted. That's a lie. That's a lie. Oh, uh, there's injustices. There's no equality. That's a lie. And then you keep pushing. You keep pushing to 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 violence. It's right. Now, you use politics and and, and you start this narrative, and then and then. You, you, uh, it's irresponsible for you to talk like that, but you never ever, like, I never saw Kamala Harris or, or any of the left wing people that, that, that ran for, for, for president saying, oh, well, we're gonna, we're gonna, we need this motherfucker killed or we need to, like, fight, uh, in, in, in the sense of, like, for real fight, like, you, you, we need to go, and then them manning people to go and, and try and, you know, 
destroyed like the 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 presidency they didn't do that so of course we we said okay well they want to play this game and they want to like look the other way that's fine it's just so funny because now with the capitol stuff trump is 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 the worst person ever every republican ted cruz has to step down and and again it's this double standard Mm-hmm. that you create you create a culture like this so uh, we need to like look at that and be like well we should we should probably learn from from all of this and and stop with the over like basically all the drama that that really we don't need but 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 uh, you want to create this theater of like oh this guy he's the the Hitler, a Nazi, a white supremacist, because you create people who who will take matters into their own hands and 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 do shit like this, and then you don't want to take co- accountability for it. Yet it happens on the other side, and the other side want oh well they have to take accountability for it. Yeah, and 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 you create like a a bunch of people who really at the end of the day don't fully understand. Like you saw those pe- the people with the QAnon uh, shit, just like you saw the people. Uh, and and this is way before even Trump and 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 Biden. This was during Obama's era. Like when when that guy who was a, an Obama supporter killed those cops and uh, was it Dallas? Oh yeah. You know what I mean? At that point, because Obama wasn't so officer friendly, was that his fault? No, it wasn't. Uh, with the Bernie Sanders shooter was that uh, the, the or the Bernie the Bernie Sanders supporter that shot the, Steve the Scalise yeah. at the baseball game right that wasn't his fault either and 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 we have to be able to dif- differentiate it for what it is like like not being this gray where like well anything that you say uh, you're fucked like you better because it's not really about anything that you say it's well are you on the right team or are you on the wrong team to me yeah. that's that to me is 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 the argument that these people are making and and it's an argument that is it even worth having because the other side is like so slimy and sleazy like for instance AOC big ass hoax no nothing nothing about that um uh eric eric swalwell uh uh had a a love thing with a a chinese spy and he's still in the house still part of i forgot what committee he is he's on but you know uh uh uh, he's he's compromised he's still in office yeah still in office there you you get what i'm saying And, and that's what i'm saying so it's one thing to have the argument with somebody if they have a standard. Yeah. I okay, I could do that. Like I'll have that argument, I'll have that debate. But these people don't have that. So that's what I want to know is when are the Republicans going to realize that and stop caring what the what these people like say or do because yeah. they don't have a standard like they are bottom feeders when it comes to every aspect of what they say what they do what they claim to believe in because all of the most egregious shit has come from their side the hypocrisy nancy pelosi getting her hair done without a mask like all these things that we haven't forgotten that happened that there's (laughs) proof there's evidence that they happened and there's nothing like no repercussion barely any media coverage all of that. Okay. So now 
the right needs to play that same game. And I'm hoping that eventually they do. And in a way, they did with this, with the acquittal, because it really seemed like... He was going to be impeached. Yeah, and, 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 and it seemed like the Republicans were like, yeah never cared about what you present even though they didn't present any like substantiating any evidence but still it seemed like the republican senators by and large except for obviously the seven that voted against trump and voted for um guilty remember their names and and then and then mitch mcconnell um but i think mcconnell was playing a little bit of a game but we'll get into that but aside from them the the vibe that I got from the Republican senators was, yeah, never cared. Yeah, don't even waste your breath. We're voting not guilty. And that's the same fucking game that the Democrats have been playing. Yeah. Fuck reason. Fuck logic. Fuck everything. You know, you would think that it'd be nice to live in a world where reason and logic are more profound and more pronounced. But that's just the world that we just don't live in that world yeah. right now. And so... I feel like that was them sort of playing that game a little bit. And it's the game that they have to play. And it just is what it is. Yeah. Because the reality is this. The left across the board is full of like horrendous ideas. Really bad horrendous ideas. In fact, ideas that I would venture to say that most people don't agree with. But yet and still, what the, either most people don't agree with or time and time again, history has proven that they don't work. So rather than them heed and adhere to the logic and the history of, well, this shit doesn't work, they keep just trying to serve it. It's like, it's like you have a restaurant and you sell like shit hot dogs. So like instead of a hot dog, it's like a piece of shit in a bun. And that's what you sell. And people don't like it. Like, people don't like it. But, like, somehow you keep trying to, like, shove that shit down people's throat. Oh, like, eat this shit hot dog, eat this shit hot dog, eat this shit hot dog. And because it's just such a great shit hot dog and people don't like it. And people keep moving and go other places and stuff like that. And so they don't gather that maybe you should, like, fucking shut this business down, come up with a new business, come up with a new plan because this shit ain't working. And that same logic that they seem void of, they continue progressing forward with that void of logic. So, I mean, I guess the Republicans have to do the same thing. And in a way, they did this here and now because... It really just seemed like with this whole thing, both sides were just talking. Blah, 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 blah. All right, time to vote. Yeah, never cared. We're voting for what yeah. we want to vote for. And that's what it is. And so now, like, well, the only one that, that I felt like didn't take that approach was Mitch McConnell. And McConnell pretty much said in his speech, yeah, I'm voting not guilty. I'm voting to acquit, but only reason I'm voting to acquit is because legally I can't vote for guilty because he's technically not in office anymore. And that's what the law says and what the law dictates. Yeah. So I feel like he kind of did like a tightrope act right there. Yeah. He's trying to be in the middle. 
for whatever reason, maybe he thinks that, like, you know, he still has to sort of play friendly with the left because you don't really know what's yeah. on the horizon. Because, I mean, two years is a long time because I, I imagine he's holding on for two years for the 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 midterms to see what happens in the House and see what happens in the Senate. You have to really, like, hold on. So he's probably doesn't want to lose that footing, like, with the left. Like, oh, well, in the time of impeachment and in the time of the trial, you know, McConnell didn't, like, he wasn't totally pro-Trump. He was, like, in the middle. Maybe yeah. he's hoping that buys him some favor in the event. Because there's a lot of shit at stake in two years. Now, like, Biden is getting all crazy. I don't yeah. know if you saw some of the shit he said about, like, the guns and... Wants to ban AR-15s and like, to 10 rounds, and, and, magazines. And all of that shit. So, you know, you don't know... McConnell has a lot on his plate right now yeah. as, as the leader of the Republicans in the Senate. Yeah. So, you gotta kind of try to stay in somewhat of a favorable position with the Democrats because if you stay in a favorable position, if you're able to like reach across the aisle on some of these more pivotal uh, votes, you know, maybe he could get one, two, three Democrats and like that yeah. could be enough for the shit yeah. not to go through. Yeah. So I, th I really think McConnell is like kind of playing chameleon. Like, all right, well, yeah. I got to kind of fucking show because... He My thing is this, every time, like, for as much as, as right now, the people on the right are like, oh, fuck McConnell, fuck McConnell, bitch-ass McConnell, this and that. I mean, you motherfuckers kind of forget quick, and I'm talking to right-wing people, you guys forget kind of quickly that, like, in all of the clutch-ass moments, he's been there, including now. He's still, he said whatever he said, but yeah. what was his vote? Yeah. Because Romney voted to for trump guilty yeah so he could have instead of seven senators that voted against trump republican senators that voted against trump it could have been eight mcconnell could have been one of them yeah. so his mouth did one thing but his actions did another yeah you get what i'm saying so it's one of those things that you gotta kind of he has a dark night kind of thing going on with him he's gonna be looked at like the enemy Maybe because he has to be looked at like the enemy. Right. Maybe because that's what's needed right now to survive for two years. Right. And and people need to understand we're playing chess here. This isn't checkers. We're not we're not we have two years and there's it's gonna be two very hard years. Yeah, two dark ass, you yeah. know. A dark long years. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So especially now that, that they didn't uh, uh find Trump guilty, who knows what kind of crazy shit they're gonna try to come with. Yeah. Hopefully, it's so extreme that it gets shut down easily. Yeah. And, and maybe they get caught up in, like, this fucking gabagoo of, of, of nonsense. but and, and it doesn't end up, like, panning out for them. But, yeah, you definitely have to play chess in this situation. So, I'm not so quick to, like, be like, oh, McConnell said hurtful things and I like you're doing the same shit that the left did like yeah. Republicans that are on that oh the way McConnell talked it hurt my feelings like yeah. you guys are doing the same shit that these cowards on the left did fucking words are one thing like Trump he had some fucking harsh words actions are another thing great ass actions McConnell's the same thing in this trial yeah yeah harsh words against the president well, well uh, President Trump but 
at the end, what did he vote? He voted to acquit. Yeah. So, Sorry. and how many motherfuckers in in the shadows do you think he talked to and let them know? Yeah, like, I'm gonna acquit. Like, yeah, I'm gonna say all this fucking song and dance, but yeah. at the end, I'm gonna quit. And he's the leader. Think about that. This motherfucker, like, if they, I don't know how many votes they needed on the on the Republican side to to uh, to for for Trump to be guilty. Uh, like for the, for for it to go through, but uh, I'm sure McConnell could have got those votes if he was. Oh, yeah. on, he kind of been like, yeah, man, fuck Trump, like this, this, and that, like this is the future, whatever. And He's he smart. Did. He's smart. He knows. Come on, man. The money man is Trump. Trump is the money man. If if you don't understand, and I, I'm talking, I'm not talking about literal money. It's just like this is the guy. This yeah. is the guy, the chosen one. If he doesn't run. You're gonna need him yeah. to to like lead the way for that person. Unless unless Trump endorses like the weakest motherfucker, like a, a, a AOC type of person, whoever Trump endorses, they are going to be the front runner. Yeah, yeah. So and and to me, that's that's where you have to be. If it ain't smart. Trump himself, yeah, yeah. Which I mean. How wild would a Trump DeSantis ticket be? Oh man, that'd be that'd be great. Because then, <laughs> because how how wild it is is like you you re- people remember how great DeSantis did with Florida with the with the China virus, how great Trump did just with everything. Trump can only do four years, one term. So build, 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 and then DeSantis. Fucking another, you know, eight years, like just, just, yeah, just yeah. great. And now that's what you have to do. You have to plan accordingly. What are we gonna do? What's gonna happen? What's happening with tech? What's going on with Parler? What's going on with Gab? Where is Trump oh, going to have way, his platform? By the way, did you read Parler is supposed to be back today? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I, uh, I tried getting on earlier, but it was still like acting all funky. Yeah. Yeah, it's still, it still is. I active. wonder if they're going to go like Gab, which is like from the website. Yeah, without like no app. Just yeah. like, yeah, maybe. And then Gab, that. the other day I saw they posted, they're, they're like doing their own uh, like Apple TV type of thing. Yeah, well, look at the Daily Wire. You saw what they did? No. With uh, the girl from uh, oh, Disney. Oh, they're going to make a movie, right? She's going to yeah. direct, she's going to produce and then and star. Well, hey. I mean, I don't know. Listen, I hope I hope Ben Shapiro is not manning this shit because he's <laughs> it's so terrible. Funny you say that because when I read that shit, I I, I, I thought the same thing because of how awful he is at critiquing movies. Yeah, he's terrible with critiquing movies and music. So as long as he's he understands that, like, okay, I'm creating, I have my platform, and I'm gonna leave the platform for the people to get their shit done. You know what I mean? That's badass. I just hope he doesn't really like man those projects. Let let people make their projects and that's it. But that's what you do. That's what you do. Oh. You 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 took the invite away. All right. Well, I'll just have my own party. That's what you do. That's what Republicans need to start doing. Create your own platforms. And you have to. You have to. Like if if you want to survive in the next four years, you're gonna to have to. And and then see what's interesting about that it, it that it gets to the point where eventually, if you create enough 
of those platforms, the current platforms will start to ease up because they're they're losing too much too much revenue. It's like all right, well, it like Google, like is it really worth it to be no. so political if you end up losing like so many great content creators to go to Rumble and bitch shoot? Like is at that point is it really is it really worth it because you wanted to like make a political stance because at the end you're not you're no. not a political company. You're 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 a tech company. Apple no. the same thing like all of these people. It's the same thing for us with with like our our endeavors. We don't say, "Oh, well, if you listen to Audio Apes music, you got to like think this way and be of this political party." No, you if you if you if you if you um deal with us in real estate, you got to think this way, be of this political. No, it's that's not the business we're in. Like you are a consumer. You're this is the yeah. product. This is the service. This is how we do it. And we don't let the the art lack because I feel sometimes too on the right side. Uh, a lot of artists they the art lacks because they're trying to push a point. Yeah. Don't push a point. And, and and what I mean by that is like if you guys get a chance, listen to a song we made. It's called "Someone to Love." We talk about basically like a situation you'd see in Chicago. We don't have a point of view in it. We just tell the story. The story is told. I'm the drug addict. You're the drug dealer. And that's it. There's nothing like we're not like blaming anybody. We're not. We're just telling a story. Like as an artist, you have to do that. Exactly. And what's interesting about that is like I know we both in that particular record speak from a perspective that us as people like the real life us don't necessarily agree with because in your in your verse you sort of speak from a perspective of oh i have no agency or control over the bad things that happen so i just use this to cope like but in real life you don't think that way not at all and in in and in my perspective i kind of speak from the perspective of like oh well the the white man and the law they're like oppressing me and so this is like the only way that i can like make money and do things is the legal route but in real life i don't think like that so that's my point yeah. and, and you said it very well that's art we didn't let like our own personal beliefs get in the way of like creating what many people consider like probably like our top five songs yeah. you know what i'm saying like a lot of people really really like that record yeah. And then the the video is fucking oh, yeah. super great. No, um, so, so but that's that's a very good point you brought up. Is like, well, that is art. Like it didn't get in the way of, uh, we didn't let our, our personal beliefs get in the way of like creating like a good product yeah. for people to listen to and enjoy. And then actually, and then actually also go down like the the like a rabbit hole of thoughts like oh shit that's crazy you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah and that's how it should be you know not this oh well fucking even even movie critics which that's one thing about the guy that big baby put me on crit- the critical drinker which yeah. I, I sent you some of his videos recently yeah what's awesome about him and what's interesting about him and i really hope his channel grows is the way that he talks about critiquing movies 
is the way you ought to critique movies. And he criticizes those critics that let like politics get in the way of critiquing a movie. Like the just the 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 injustice and the travesty in the way that they critiqued the Joker movie. And and I, I've talked about this numerous times of how in the world is the Joker not a certified fresh. Why? Because all these fucking garbage ass critics got yeah. on there and downvoted Joker, one of the better movies in the last decade. Yeah downvoted it because oh, because somehow they correlated with being a Trump supporter and being a, a white man a, a, a repressed angry white man like what are you really going to disregard this great ass music this great ass acting this great ass directing this great ass writing this great ass cinematography great ass costume design the grittiness of Gotham City, this great-ass backstory, you're really going to disregard all of that. Because dude's white. Because he's white and Trump is in office right now. <laughs> you should lose your fucking job. You are a horrible critic. Yeah. You are a horrible critic. And that's not the only movie they've done that with. They did it with Sicario. We've pointed it out a yeah. few times. But meanwhile, Moonlight, oh, great. Another another little experiment that I want to do. I really want to watch the movie. Um, uh, what's it called? I think it's called. It just came out recently. Uh, I know what you're talking uh, about. Judas and, and the Black Priest yep, or something like that. It's on HBO that. Max and out in theaters as well. Oh, it, it's it's on HBO Max. Yeah, already? anything Warner Bros. It's gonna the day that it releases in theaters will release on HBO Max. Yeah, so, and the reason why I bring that up is because... I'm interested in watching the movie just for, just to see if it's really a good movie because I bet you that shit's going to get all types of right. high praises. And, and, and that's why, oh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. So right now, it's a certified fresh at 96%. The audience score is, also, is 93, so that's kind of on par. FBI informant William O'Neill infiltrates the Illinois Black Panther Party and is tasked with keeping tabs on the charismatic leader, Chairman Fred Hampton. A career thief, O'Neill reveals the danger in manipulating both his comrades and his handler. Um, so that's like, that's the little uh, synopsis. And it was like a, a, a mole. Yeah, exactly. And, and so it, it goes into it and it apparently like it brings up like J. Edgar Hoover and like a lot of shit that was going on. So that sounds like an interesting concept to me. Like it sounds yeah. good. But in like this this age of like Black Lives Matter and everything, I wonder if some of these critics are laying it on thick because it's a mostly black cast yeah. and everything like that. Well, like just like Black Panther. Black Panther was a pretty good movie. Oh, dude, what's Shit so, was what, not a classic. What's so great? What what is so great? I, I gotta send you the video, and I implore anybody that is listening, um, uh, to check it out when they get a chance. The critical drinker, the guy I was just mentioning, he does a review on the Black Panther. First review I've come across that's more in line with how I think about that movie. Yeah. And what's interesting is because Big Baby put me on The Critical Drinker, yeah. I reached out to him and I told him, man, I really dig like how The Critical Drinker went about 
reviewing Black Panther and Big Baby, he he said he's like he's like yeah, uh, he's like objectively he's right, but because I'm black, like I I have to have like a certain perspective about that movie. <laughs> yeah, he, not in exactly those words, but but that's that's what he was saying, and so and that's what I'm saying. So even Big Baby admitted because he's black. He has to have, he feels like he has, like, there's, like, this social pressure to have, like, a certain view of Black Panther as, like, this really great movie, even though in the reality of it is that it's probably, like, a three-star movie at best. Yeah, yeah, three-star. Like, it was good. I enjoyed it. And I'd even venture to say that I'd watch it again. Replay value is not super high. Uh, Killmonger was a pretty good villain. I liked him. Um, Yeah. That's... yeah. I'll, I'll take. I might take. It's not even. To, I'll take Winter Soldier. It's, it's, it's over that. not even like in the top ten of comic book movies, though. No, nowhere near. You know what I'm saying? When, whereas people were comparing that shit to like The Dark Knight and whatnot. Like Stop it. that's my point. Is like, you know, you have to, you have to like look at these things. That's just not even better than Spider Man Two. No, nah, hell no, nah. hell mm. no, nah. not even close to Spider Man Two. Um, so yeah, but it's cool to see that that uh, that Judas and the Black Messiah, like the audience score and the critic score, are somewhat similar. Whereas with Joker, the critic score is sixty eight, so it's actually gone down <laughs> sixty eight, and then the audience score is eighty eight. So yeah. that like that sort of, I mean, that's a twenty point difference. Yeah, right that's that's drastic. So that that's and that's what we're pointing out is you have to be able to remove how you feel from the art, right? Personally, from the art, because for instance, I watch this uh, this Judas and the Black Messiah movie, and mind you, I don't rock with anything about the Black Panthers. Like I've I've read about the Black Panthers thoroughly. Like, I know what they were about, all of that. I don't rock with any of that shit. Mm. But if this is a good movie, like, it'll be a good movie, and I'll critique it as such. Yeah. It wouldn't be, oh, well, uh, in this age of of, of uh, whatever. I a don't Biden think it, presidency. I don't think it's wise to go back and make No, let's just, it, it's a good movie or it's not. So that's a very... Uh, interesting concept and i think a concept that many producers writers content creators directors studios just media businesses are going to have to address if they want to survive especially if the right wing starts doing their own thing because then it's just going to become a thing of like, all right, well, what is our business model? Why are we here? We got to step away from politics because yeah. it's costing us. It's costing us business. For instance, I'm surprised early on CNN didn't do that. And remember, you and I sort of explored theories of maybe like they were starting to during the elections try to be a little bit more fair and balanced. Because with the rate that they're losing people. The rate that Fox is losing people now, it's kind of one of those things where you you think like this is not really working out for you guys. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like at what point are you just gonna like report the news and yeah. and that's yeah. it, you know? Stop stop uh you know 
politicizing pol- something that's already political. Like, just talk about what yeah. it is, and that's it. We don't need you to grandstand. We don't need you to say what you think. Like, you can have shows that do that, you know? Like Tucker Carlson. That show is based off of that. He doesn't tell the news. He talks about his point of view. He's a commentator. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, that that's that's how that's how you do it. But when it comes to the news, it's the news. That's it. What do you think this acquittal means for Trump and Trump supporters? Well, it, for Trump supporters, they weren't going to go away whether he was acquitted or not. Yeah. So that was the issue for Republicans was, are you really going to play this game? Nikki Haley, she wants to play that game. We followed him, and we shouldn't have. All right. Bitch, I know you're running. <laughs> you know, like, you, you're going to run, and you think, Man, like... That shit is going to that, bite her so gonna, bad. Yeah. That's a... You and I talked about plane. this on the phone. We had a phone conversation yeah. about it the other day, and I said, why would you think it's a good idea to step away from the guy that got the most votes in history, the Republican that got the most votes in the history of of this country. Guy gets the most votes of any Republican ever and you want to go against him. That shit reminds me of, you remember in, in The Dark Knight where the guy, he wants to like blackmail uh, Bruce Wayne yeah. and he tells Lucia, Lucia, Lucius Fox he's like yeah um, uh, he, essentially he he alludes to yeah I uh, know that, that Bruce Wayne is Batman and yeah. I'm gonna tell people if he doesn't if I don't like get this much money so let me get this and, straight. And, and Lucius Fox is like he's like so you think your boss who is a billionaire is a vigilante beats people up Puts them in the hospital, and you want to blackmail this person? It's like, well, good luck. Yeah, and and, and, and that's exactly like how I felt about Nikki Haley. What so are you doing? the guy that gets the the Republican that gets the most votes in their history of elections, and you want to vocalize and say out publicly, we should have never followed this person. This person got the most votes ever. Like, I mean, uh, at least of any Republican. Yeah, yeah, like like Nikki Haley, you have no future. Your accomplishments were under the Trump presidency, and you did a hell of a job. But I mean, you, you, what are you doing? You should just shut up, shut up. You know, you know what 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 a lot of a lot of down ass Republicans did when this Capitol Hill shit. And 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 I fuck with it, and I fuck with it for one reason was because. You want to argue with me about how wrong this Capitol Hill shit, but you want to completely omit all of the summer. Right. I'm not having this argument with you. I'm not having this conversation with you. I don't owe you a goddamn thin thing. Fuck you. Like, I don't, we don't need to talk. Don't talk to me. Um, now, if it was somebody that was like, hey, listen, this is fucked up. I, I don't fuck with this, all this shit. If that was you before and you want to have this conversation now, I am all for it. I'm all ears, but no, you don't get to change the goalpost on us, and then we have to play your little fucking game. No, no, I don't. I don't need to. I'm gonna disregard whatever the fuck you got to tell me, because 
there really is nothing to talk about. You want to see something, and you don't want to see another thing. That's all right. Let's, I don't want to talk. And that's what she should have done. That's what she should have done. You know? The only guy that, that, that really had to play that game was McConnell. That's because he's, he's manning, like what, what he said when he won. I'm the offensive coordinator. Well, coordinate. So that I, I can see him playing that game. Everyone else never cared. Never cared. I don't need to talk. All right, never cared. No, Because you guys are irrational. I'm not playing that game with you. You know, when someone baits you into, no, you're not going to bait me. You know, and, and then you saw a lot of people, like you saw Crowder. Well, Crowder had a lot of shit going on, but you don't have to answer to no fucking body. Like, I don't need to answer to you or your little games that you play. Oh, a lot of people, oh, you're part of the problem, Crowder. You, 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 uh, you, you're one of the people that created this mess. Cause like he would have like, uh, um, videos where he had like an AR 15 and stuff like that. or fight or whatever, you know, like. Okay, how did how did he incite the Capitol Hill shit? Why would he be? Yeah, why, you know what I'm saying. Like, but you have people that really look at the, look at it like that. Like he has to answer to them. I don't have to answer to you. Shut the fuck up talking to me. And that's how uh, you you kind of have to be like that because they were like that for four years. Yeah, you know, like it's not like be like that in, in bad taste. No, you guys are like that. So I don't need to like uh, you. <laughs> You're damned if you do and damned if you don't if you if you entertain that conversation. Yeah. So so just shut the fuck up about it. So she what's gonna happen is she's gonna she's gonna run and she's gonna be one of the first ones out. And and that's it. There's there's nothing for you, Nikki. Which then makes me think like, who are the people advising these people? Like, are you guys complete morons? Do you guys not understand politics or strategy or there, what what's going on here? I, I think we've we've sort of touched on this before in in an episode they're detached elitist like there there's there's elitist on on both sides of the political aisle there's just more elitist on the left wing but on the right wing there are detached elitists romney is a detached elitist it's like you you really don't see how much people don't fuck with you out here marching with Black Lives Matter. And it ain't no like no racist shit the way like people want to spin it. Oh, that's because the Trump supporters are racist and like just ignorance, 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 even though he went up with black men, Hispanic men, Hispanic women, like Asians, just across the board demographics of color, of ethnicity he went up with. So that's not really the case. They don't rock with it because one, people don't see this this widespread epidemic the way that CNN is trying to make it out to see. Oh, black men are being hunted and everything like that. Like number one, like the average person doesn't see that that way. Number two, people don't rock with the idea of defunding the police. But like you're out here like marching with these people. So who, aside from like the bottom feeding ass people? The people that like rock with this shit are either the elitist, yeah, or college educated, like political culture, pedantics, like like those like those that cold that no, breed no. of people. No. Either way, like any of those options, none of them are your average middle class working person. Yeah. So. 
you already like you're already detached and so i truly believe that those these people they live in a bubble they live in an echo chamber and they probably think that like i'm pretty sure nikki haley thought that like she was going to get praise yeah. from from a bunch of republicans but no people don't rock with this shit people don't see trump as inciting an insurrection and even if they did see him as inciting an insurrection those are probably the people the same ones that are are saying shit these red states need to move away from the rest of the union because you guys are going to yeah. drag us down with you because it gets to a certain point where it makes you wonder well do should we stay here and fight and argue all the time or maybe we should just get a divorce yeah you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah that's like, exactly yeah like like just you want to do things your way which clearly doesn't work because all of your cities are shit new york chicago los angeles san, like Fran. san francisco so like you guys do things horrible have homeless issues yeah. people fleeing like crazy taxes poor infrastructure teachers unions tell you what to do like all of that so Maybe you guys just do things your way and I'll do things my way and let's stop arguing about it. So the people that that the on the right that maybe saw Trump as inciting an insurrection are the same people that think an insurrection needs to happen. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's my point. And so, yeah, Nikki Haley, she is detached and the yeah. people that advise her are detached and that shit is going to come back to bite her. Yeah. She... she this is the thing they don't realize that they're making the same mistakes CNN made I remember when when uh, Trump had that meme or, or or gif where he was like golfing and then he hits um, Hillary Hillary with a thing and they had a round table yeah it's the same thing yeah. you're doing the same thing like no one believes this stop what do you we shouldn't have followed him and, and then it makes you look like a hypocrite because you were part of the administration and you had no problem doing good shit you, like foreign policy was was good under trump um i mean and you were part of that so now all of a sudden oh well you know he's not the you, you just sound like a snake yeah and it's like you know people see what they want to see you know under un, under under biden oh uh, you know we have women women of all shapes and sizes Trump had a lot of women in his cabinet. Where, where was that? So hey, you're you're falling into. He nominated one for the Supreme Court. Yeah, come on. So you want to you want to be part of the cool kids, right? The cool kids, the left. Oh, they're the ones that are in office now. They don't they don't like you. No, they don't accept you. Like what is what is this? You what game are you playing? You're really putting yourself in like this limbo, really. And that's why, like, when I, when I saw that, I was like, I knew I knew two things. She's going to run for president, and that shit's going to fucking and, and, and sink so wh fast. What's so funny is, what's so funny is, <laughs> the, I don't know if you've noticed lately, Lindsey Graham has been doubling down on, on support for Trump. Yeah. And it's like, and then he's saying, "Oh, we might, we might impeach Kamala Harris," and like, oh yeah, shut the fuck up, like you're a snake too. I yeah. really hope. That motherfuckers don't forget Lindsey Graham and yeah. like how he got like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Vote that coward out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's enough. 
because see, there's no strategy to what he he does. It's yeah. just oh, I, like you're just a snake. Whatever's cool with Mitch McConnell. Like I do see that there's a strategy to it, but but all of these people because sure enough, like it's gonna switch up. Like eventually, uh, uh, Lindsay uh, Nikki Haley's gonna change her tune. Mitt Romney might change his tune. A lot of these people might start changing. Well, Mitt Romney, I doubt he'll ever change his tune about Trump, but he'll still like start taking a more right wing position. Yeah, but he lacks the balls. Oh yeah, no balls at all. Yeah, so he he's that. Well, we saw that against against uh, even against Obama. Oh uh, no, yeah, yeah, against Obama, we saw you let know. a lot of shit ride, and and you just were not tough, and and you let it like be cool to say certain things that were pretty disrespectful. Towards you as like I really I yeah. that how ice cold would it be if 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 Utah votes his ass out? Yeah. I don't see it happening, no. but like man, that would be great. And he's part of the well, I think I was telling you he's part of the uh the well, I think he's the one really coming up with the whole three hundred dollars a month or whatever, I think I was telling you. Maybe uh, last episode. For for parents for their kids' allowance because they're not in school or some shit. I'm like, oh god. You with the fucking giving of the money I should have fucking known <laughs> Romney care, <laughs> Obamacare. Like you just, like, come on, you like to just do this shit. And and, and to me, it's it's not indicative of of getting things done and creating a culture where people get stuff done. Like, instead, you want to find a easy way to handle situations, which really, at the end of the day, is the hardest way to you handle know, situations. You know what I I heard uh, also that uh, Romney is pushing for. Giving everybody a free OnlyFans subscription. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Show tits, Romney. <laughs> so, uh, se- segueing into <laughs> our next topic of uh, of OnlyFans, and recently uh, we found out that there on Hulu there's a OnlyFans documentary called OnlyFans Selling Sexy. It's produced by ABC, which. Um, it's everything you would expect from a documentary produced <laughs> by ABC. It's a uh, surface level. It's not in depth. It's not well-rounded. It's not overly informative. Um, but what's interesting, because I watched it, I did find it worth talking about in the sense of like what not to do for a do- in a documentary. Yeah. Um and in giving this giving it this critique, it's like we've seen good documentaries like the Fire Festival documentary. Obviously ABC didn't produce that documentary, yeah. but it's interesting you know, you see the shows that are on primetime broadcast television, and they're all weak as fuck. And it's just very politically correct, safe, bland. And accepting of the status quo without any push back. Have yeah, you noticed that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's very well said. Shows uh, and, and documentaries, it's just like, this is, it is, this is the world we live in. And, and I think that when you look, watch documentaries that are worth a damn, there's the this is what is is this good for us is this where is it where are we heading after this uh what does this mean for the future mm-hmm. some of the stuff might not be good some of it might might be great 
but it's like it's really a study of that yeah of, of whatever it is that they're studying like it's not just all fine and dandy everything's gonna be fine this is the world we live in accept it don't worry right. don't think and it's interesting you say that because there's one particular part in the documentary where they're interviewing this girl that writes for the Rolling Stone which she writes for the Rolling Stone so you already know like what side of the political aisle she's on and they ask her about the shaming that takes place on OnlyFans and super I, I mean I even think she says how how uh uh how does she phrase it um how basic her answer is gonna be or how uh how generic it is and she's gonna give the university answer that it's because of the patriarchy. So rather than and and uh, and that was one particular part where I felt like they had the opportunity to go more in depth because it's like all right well they're they're doing this segment on like the women on here and the guys really that get shamed by people right yeah so all and and their only response or answer to that is when they ask her is like oh well because of patriarchy rather than be like okay well that's one position to take which you provide like no subtext no other information other than oh it's patriarchy versus well one i find it interesting that people on there were shaming only fans again i like i cringe when i say content creator because they're not content creators they <laughs> they like pose and get fucked in front of a camera but whatever air quotations content creators um but like you're subscribed to them so like how are you shaming them but you're subscribed it's like you're saying oh you're you're a slut your parents must hate you this and that but like you're but you're paying but you're paying them so you you're kind of goofy like yeah, uh, yeah all the same that's <laughs> number one but number two also like what is it about this particular line of work that people don't feel good about and feel the need to shame it right there that's like a whole segment in and of itself they didn't get into anything like that um there's this one part where they show this one again content creator and like how her mom knows what she does and like she has like a very cool friendly relationship with her mom and like I guess she's getting shamed and so she asked like on video asks her mom uh people online say you don't love me people online say you hate me people online say you didn't do a good job raising me because I have only fans this that and the third yeah and the mom just looks like like just kind of like like a bimbo like oh well that's not true they don't even know me it's like no no substance to the answer <laughs> The documentary provides no substance. Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, well, in this particular case, this mom of this OnlyFans person, like, rocks with what she does. Yeah. But maybe get an interview or something from somebody, of a, like, a parent that doesn't rock with the fact that their kid does OnlyFans. Yeah. Like, just all of these missed-ass opportunities. Um, and so... 
Yeah. The topic itself is interesting, but just the documentary was just b- very poorly made. What was that? What we were talking about last week, uh, the glitch in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. So there was a part of that documentary was just like really wild. It really like took me aback, which was when the daughter of that guy, she put the flash drive and looked at the world she created as a kid uh-huh. in uh, Minecraft. Uh-huh. And how it kind of like was a timestamp to how she looked at like her her childhood and her parents right. and her little world, and like how how like they became real emotional about it. But like it was just crazy because it's like you create it's like you created this world kind of like Inception. Like remember he created that world with his wife. Yeah. And like you just create whatever, and like you're a kid, and like time passes and you look back and it's like what was your thought process you created a whole little world yeah of what you th- saw and i thought that that was like a an opportunity to delve deep into creating a world and and what is that what comes from it and like and it was a cool story and it was like well that that could have been a, that was that could have easily been a missed opportunity yeah but it was like a dope i like story but but like deep and i was like damn this shit is this shit is kind of deep like if you really think about yeah, it you know that's the difference between a good documentary and a, a not good one yeah. like for instance in the documentary that we made about the making of of till it hurts yeah. the behind the scenes it's not a super long documentary but that documentary like really covers from point A to point B, yeah. uh, point A to Z, like everything that went into the making of that song and that video, yeah. like it, it covered everything. That's how you do it. Yeah. Not like what the, the surface level that shit. And, and now like the it made what you said earlier made me think of like maybe because they're so willing to accept the status quo and not push back. That's the only type of documentary you can make. Yeah. Because if you know you're not going to push back, like, you don't want to shame people that, like, subscribe to OnlyFans. You don't want to shame people that, you know, put videos out or content out on OnlyFans. You know, you don't, you know, they, they also talk about, like, how, like, you know, so many of these, the these, um, the, like, these uh, OnlyFans pages got so many more subscribers you know, during the China virus, yeah, it's like you you do want to, I guess, l- legitimize people being at home, bored, rather than being creative and like doing something productive with their time. Yeah, you know, and 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 then it didn't even really go into the economics that much of OnlyFans. Like it talked a little bit about like what each of these particular providers yeah made but it didn't really go into like what the average provider uh like content provider uh, makes because and then that led me i i did some research and i was i was reading a few articles and it turns out there's a lot of people that like make content and like they have they've had pages for like six plus months and their pages hasn't haven't even made like 200 bucks wow you know what i'm saying so like that's another aspect the whole Bella Thorne thing, they didn't even cover that like very, very yeah, uh, thoroughly depth. or in depth. So it's uh. And then it was funny because then you sent me an eleven-minute 
documentary from YouTube called The Surprising Psychology of OnlyFans of OnlyFans Simps. Mm-hmm. And then and it's by Charisma on Command. And in 11 minutes, this guy <laughs> does a crazy, vastly better job yeah. than ABC did in one hour. So and and ABC is is a huge corporation with billions of dollars, <laughs> and this guy is some YouTuber. Yeah, isn't that crazy though? Like that's the thing that like I think if anything is is to be gained out of this, is look at that. Like look at like what the average person is able to do and the information they're able to put out versus these multi billion dollar corporations. like garbage yeah you know what i'm saying and what's badass about the charisma on command video about only fans is he even lists three bullet points as to why he feels people get down with only fans he he goes in depth about it and then at the end he says how he doesn't really like rock with it and agree with it and he thinks that like you're better off you know trying to meet people in real life and everything like that but Again, uh, an example of, of, of what you and I talked about earlier about art is he removes his personal beliefs. And because yeah. what, what were they? It was intimacy. Like people get like uh, an aspect of intimacy. Yeah. People yeah. get an aspect of acceptance, even though like they're paying for all of this shit. That's what people feel. And then there's like this community or, or whatever. Oh, and you, you, you get to be accepted without being like interesting because yeah, but exactly. the, you're paying her. Yeah. So as we're watching it, you and I, you know, for pre-production, we're like, yeah, but you're paying her, and and then yeah. then at the end, he finally says, yeah, like pretty much, I don't rock with any of that shit. Yeah. But I'm I put that in there to show that well, that's what people are getting out of. That's it. what their mindset is right. when when doing this, and it's a different, and it's crazy because you realize it's a different mindset than that of a person trying to watch porn. You know what I mean? It's it's different. It's like, well, you are looking for something deeper. Yeah, out but of it's something kind, that's not it's that kind of sad, though. Uh, it's very like, sad. If if what he's saying is true, it's sad. Like you're looking for like you know some sort of correspondence from some yeah. online chick that doesn't care about you and only care. Like she would, you realize she would not be communicating with you if you were not paying for this correspondence. Yeah, it's like well. If that's the type of relationship, wouldn't it be better to watch a girl get routed out for free? Like because this is what you're right. So it's kind of a kind it's, of a it's, sick, it's, twisted. It, you're right because you're a hundred percent right because like fucking just like this porn star is getting routed out, doesn't know you exist. Yeah, this OnlyFans chick, she yes, yeah, she knows you exist, but only through the means of you paying her for this correspondence. Otherwise you could drop dead right now. If that same amount of money hits her account, however, so often she don't care that you're alive or dead. Yeah. All right. Well, fuck. We must replace him. (laughs) Right. And so it's, uh, it's very interesting that, that documentary didn't the ABC documentary didn't go over any of that with six times the time yeah like you had 60 minutes as opposed to 11 so basically 10 minutes for rounding so so this guy on YouTube in 10 minutes 
covered stuff in such depth that you couldn't do in 60 minutes. So you're useless, you know? But then, I mean, like, if you look at the shows... Yeah, you trash. know, Yeah, you're not getting much out of, out of these... Uh, Things and it's because it's free. It's primetime television. Like, oh, whatever. Here, have it. Because I mean, I would imagine that that documentary at some point was on ABC, or or is it just on Hulu? Like you're saying, if ABC produced it just for Hulu, I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, from everything I saw from it, there's no reason why it wouldn't air on ABC because yeah. it's that like bland and yeah, and, yeah. you know, weak that yeah, it, it could air. Yeah. And you see that a lot, like I, and it's crazy because you see that, you see how how there's certain people who can't think beyond their own thoughts. I was watching like a group of historians talking about like the whole Trump insurrection shit, and like how they were so overly biased, mm-hmm. it's kind of against Trump. And it's like you guys are historians. Yeah. Your job is not to be biased, man. Like you're supposed to look at this as like context of history and like where you think it. It's placed, and 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 it's and it's kind of borderline scary that people that people that we entrust in being historians, right? And 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 in a, in a way, ABC, NBC, all those networks, like you're creating content for the longevity, right? Because years from now, someone will watch this. Oh wow, this is a documentary about OnlyFans, and you had some bland shit that really takes no thought. Just like, oh, here, just say shit. Yeah. You're on OnlyFans. Just say it. All right, he's on OnlyFans. He has fans, and so does she. This is how they live their life. It's like, well, okay. You know, you, you compare it to, like, HBO or Netflix, you know, you'll get better content, right? Because yeah. you get people who, you know, like, like remember the, the, the one, the it was like a three-part documentary, or, or, or it was a three different documentaries. I think Paradise Lost or some shit. That shit was crazy. Oh yeah, that uh, on HBO. Yeah. yeah, or like the 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 guy, the the rich guy, that 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 murdered his wife or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't uh, remember the name. The Jinx. The- yeah, yeah. I was like, damn. Like that one episode where like the defense team, like created this defense, like, and he was he was acquitted. I was like, oh my. That shit blew my mind. Yeah. Just because like, it went over like how they good got him it. out of that jam. I was yeah. like, dude, quality, this is crazy. I mean, the the Fire Festival documentaries were good. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, both. Both. Yeah. I, which one was better? I think it was the Hulu one. Was yeah. Better, well, right? re- remember, you and I, no, and nobody in the media talked about this except you and I. Yeah. How when we, when we looked at it and we did our research... The one documentary was actually created and produced by the people behind the fire festival, yeah. and the narrative was one way, yeah. and then the other one was like a totally like non-biased third-party yeah. production, and how different the two documentaries yeah. were about the same <laughs> about the same shit. And you and I, I swear, I shit you not, were the only motherfuckers. I, we could go back to we did a, we did episodes about those. Yeah. We're the only ones that caught that shit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Where the fuck is my Pulitzer? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, like people watch some shit, never even blink an eye, but we're like, hey, no, nah, hey, th- this is a their attorneys help We've make had, this like, shit. Like one day, I want to go through like our like our our episodes and like pick out the moment. Like we've had some moments, like another moment that I think we covered real well. 
we were the only ones that covered sh the shit that popped off in Charlottesville the way that it, the way that, like, we covered it. Nobody no. else covered it like that. And so that's what's cool. And that's what's so badass about doing this show and doing what we do is I feel like we do very often provide people with a very unique take yeah. on things that is like, oh, well... You could just easily breeze over yeah. and we point out, well, no, this you should pay attention to this. Because I'm sure millions of people have come across and watched that, that OnlyFans documentary on Hulu. But many of those people listening to how we're talking about it will probably be like, oh, shit, like that's crazy. Because like, I didn't even realize that that documentary really wasn't that good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this is, these are the reasons why it wasn't, yeah. you know? And that's why this particular YouTube video is way better than that documentary produced by a multi-billion dollar company. And I could save time because after these 11 minutes of greatness, I could go do some shit the right. next 40 minutes <laughs> or no, 50 minutes after that. Exactly. So, crazy, crazy, crazy. So yeah, you, if you guys want to join our OnlyFans, <laughs> we're going to start it tomorrow. <laughs> nah, but yeah, that shit is, I don't know. I can't. Where are we in this world? OnlyFans and fucking simping and fucking just slut walks. This is the world that you guys gave us. <laughs> we gotta you did this to us. <laughs> you did this. <laughs> oh yeah. That's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening, so keep on listening. Uh if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in. Please share it with them. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.